Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. My name is Alex, and I am broadcasting out of Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! So what's going on, people? Uh, first of all, I'm very excited to be back here today on the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And guess what? Ah, it's World Speech Day, right? <laughs> so what are you doing today? What are you using your voice to influence? How are you um, getting your thoughts out there and sharing it with the world, and how are you inspiring the world? Yes, it's World Speech Day. And I would always like to say that expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. So are you expressing yourself, you know, and motivating people to leave uh, a fantastic quality life? Well, yes, guys, this is the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and this is the hub for real, authentic conversations to empower uh, minds globally. And I cannot wait today, you know, to chat with my uh, very special guest, you know, on the show today. And today's show is really auspicious about, I'll tell you guys the story a little bit later. But, uh, you know, last time I was here on The Naked Talk, I think last week on The Naked Talk, I had my very special guest who joined me uh, live all the way from Alabama, uh, USA, uh, Charita Cadenhead. And she is... um, uh, she is, uh, 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 first of all, an author, a best-selling author, a speaker, and um, an exit strategist. And, yes, on the show we talked about 
basically exiting your comfort zone. And it was quite an illuminating conversation because uh, Charita and I talked a little bit about just her own journey as well as what people can do to sort of get out of their comfort zone and take the next exit. And that was uh, a really, really empowering conversation. And if you missed that show, don't forget that you can catch that show live here on, uh, sorry, on the archive, uh, catch the archive show here on uh, the radio channel on Block Talk Radio, and it's available 24-7. And you can also listen to us and catch every other episode that you probably have missed uh, on our syndicated radio network. And yes, The Naked Talk is also syndicated on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. And guess what? We just get, you know, we're now on Player FM as well. And, you know, so, uh, guys, you have no reason whatsoever to miss any episode. Well, today on the show, we're talking about leaving a life filled with zest with my very special guest who's joining me live all the way uh, from the U.K. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about him. But I know that there are, you know, not many people who are um, excited about the life that they that they have, you know, they leave a, a, a lackluster life devoid of energy, vitality, and, and motivation. And sometimes we all could, you know, really do with a little bit of pep in our step. And uh, for a lot of people who may not really know what zest is, you know, it can also be referred to really as vitality. And it is an approach to to life that is filled with excitement and energy. And, uh, you know, when, when, when we think about it, really, in psychology, zest and vitality are a combination um, of the physical sense as well as the psychology, psychological, really, sense and how we sort of approach um, situations mentally, right? So um, today I'm very excited to have uh, the king of providing zest, as I like to call it. I like to call it the British king of zest. Uh, he is a, a UK-based uh, personal development author. He's also uh, a TV presenter with Sky Sport and host of one of the top-rated category podcasts on iTunes and Stitcher Zestology. And I'm very excited to have him, uh, Tony Wright, and join me live all the way from the UK and, you know, share, share with us his amazing, amazing insights on how to help people make meaningful changes in their lives, you know, changes that might ultimately make them happier and, uh, you know, full of life. So, um, hi, Tony. Uh, Tony's right here already on the show. Hi, Tony. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? It's the first time I've been called a king, and I quite like that. So you can call me a king as much as you like. <laughs> You know, um, I can you know, I feel like you're you know there's something special about I mean, you're first of all you're doing such an amazing work with your podcast oh, and thank you're you. trying to add value to to the lives of so many people and uh, I guess there must be a good reason really why it's uh, so top rated. So yes, you're the king. Uh, but you know, just before <laughs> anything else, uh, first of all, let me apologize to you. Now I had to do this. Because, don't worry, uh, don't worry. It was <laughs> funny. We, you, you thought <laughs> I was on the line, and I thought you were on air, and it was. We, we're here now, and that's the good thing, right? I know, you know, but you know how it is. Technology can be really uh, funny, but um, you have been magnanimous to basically accept our invitation back, and uh, it just shows how awesome you are as a person. So thank you so much for being um, oh, course, on the show, Alex. and I'm thank very you. excited to have yeah. you here. Now, um, we, I have like a small tradition, really. I mean, I'm here broadcasting in Nigeria, and uh, I like to take my listeners on a journey, so to speak, uh, just so that mm. they have a mental picture of where my guests are coming from or where they are. So I'm going to ask you right now, really, what is the weather like in the UK where you are? <laughs> okay, it's 5 o'clock in the evening. It's grey. It's pretty murky. It's exactly the kind of weather that you would expect <laughs> in London in March. <laughs> But, you know, that said, London is an amazing city, and I'm in central London, and I can see Europe's tallest building from my window, which is quite exciting, the Shard, which is just down the road from where I am. So, yeah, it's grey, and it's pretty chilly, but it is March, and hopefully it'll be getting warmer soon. Oh, wow. It's really warm here. So you have a pretty great weather. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about it's yeah. really hot here in Nigeria. So, um, But it's great to know that, you know, it's uh, you have a great view, uh, you know, <laughs> so that's nice. Now, let me ask you I would you swap this, the, the uh, view for the weather, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you swap. Well, I can imagine, really. But, um, you know, let me ask you this. Uh, um, I know that, uh, you know, people might have um, – Thoughts of who they think Tony is, right? Uh, those who worked with you, your clients, who guests who've been on your show, and just the people you tend to uh, communicate with and interact with, and they have yeah. 
picture of who they think Jimmy Riding really is. But who would you say you really are? Like, how would you describe yourself? Well, identity is a very funny thing, isn't it? Because, you know, um, what people <laughs> know from us online might be the fact that, you know, you present the Naked Talk or I present a podcast or I'm a Sky Sports mm-hmm. presenter. But, of course, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. only... One, your work is only one part of your identity mm-hmm. as a person, isn't it? You know, sure. um, and it's quite hard to uh, describe one's identity without immediately starting starting to put labels on it. But I am someone that loves mm-hmm. to communicate, which is why podcasting is a brilliant invention. And before podcasting, I was doing audio books and I've been a TV and radio presenter here in the UK for 20 mm-hmm. years or so. Um, and away from that, wow. uh, and away from my work, I have, you know, lots of fun interests. I love spending time with family and friends and I'm a bit of a geek. I like um, playing geeky games and tracking my health in <laughs> geeky ways and reading geeky books. So I'm a bit of a geek at the same time. So that's, that's me, Alex. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's see. I think we're pretty, I like to talk. I like to communicate. So I think that we can relate to really, you know, uh, we yeah, can have we can a relate, talk. I can relate to you on that part. We can, exactly, we can have a talk. <laughs> I can speak for the like for the whole of Africa, so I talk a lot. Um, I like to communicate. I like to interact. Um, I love books. Um, I love you know. I just like uh, I like having building relationships with people. So uh, this is mm. pretty interesting to be able to you know connect with you and just get into your head and get an idea of you know what you do and just and you know just. Be able to empower and, you know, just have the listeners learn a little bit more how they can have live a quality life. And I know that you know a lot about that. So we're definitely going to be talking about that quite a bit. Now, right. I know that you host one of the most um, top-rated podcasts on iTunes, Zestology. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. Now, what for a lot of people who are probably listening, especially here in Africa, who may not really know what Zest really is, um, mm. What does that mean? What does it mean to you? What does it mean um, to build a life of vitality, really? Well, the idea for the podcast came because I quite like making up words, and I <laughs> and I, I had this word. Oh, I could make up a new word that's not in the in the dictionary. Um, the The reason that I present the podcast is uh, a few years ago I went on a holiday, an amazing tropical holiday. It was kind of like a, a life stream to go to this place. It was in the middle of the Philippines, in the middle of the jungle, and it was a retreat called The Farm. And when one woke up in the morning in The Farm, one had nothing more to worry about than the sound of the birds chirping outside one's window. And should I do yoga today? <laughs> Maybe just lie by the pool or a light Pilates class and eat some really nice fresh veggie food. So it should have been paradise, right? <laughs> But um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. after a couple of days, I, I started to get really ill in the middle of it was it was in oh, the wow. rainforest. Um, and I started wow. to kind of get numb patches on my face and achy joints. And I was super tired. I had to fly home early from this holiday. And eventually I had three months off work. And obviously, you know, I'm a TV presenter here in the UK. It was such a worrying time. And they were so supportive, my, my mm-hmm. bosses at Sky. But they really said, you know, mm-hmm. you take as much time as you need. And I was just in bed for three months. Um, and I didn't know what was going on. So it was really scary. And at that kind of pretty much at the deepest, darkest point, I had this idea for the podcast called Zestology. And I was I had no energy uh-huh. at this point. And I thought, if I start to get a little bit more energy and if I start to get back to full fitness, it'd be great to present a podcast, uh-huh. not where I tell people what to do, but where I ask people uh-huh. what they would say and how they would advise people could uh-huh. live with more energy and vitality. And the uh-huh. podcast would be uh-huh. called Zestology. Now, the, the, the reason for the word Zestology is because over here we say when someone's got loads of energy and enthusiasm and a love for life, we say they have a zest for life. Would you say that over there uh-huh. as well? True. Yeah. Of course. Yes, that's what we say. Good. Yeah. I okay, I was worried that, that it might be lost, yeah. in, lost in translation in various countries. But anyway, that's why it's called <laughs> no, Zestology. It will be, no, it's not. Okay. Good. Okay. And that makes a lot of sense. And here's the thing, you know, we have, uh, it's funny, but, you know, Nigeria was really colonized by the British, so we kind of pretty much have um, the British educational system here, even though quite a bit of people probably leave in America and all of that. But um, Mm. so we do have the British educational system. So, yes, um, that would be a term that would definitely be very um, common to, yes, for people. So, And I understand that. And I can imagine because even though a lot of us, some of us might be filled with 
um, energy, but we have those down days, right, <laughs> where um, I can use myself as an example. I have days when I'm totally feeling like I'm exhausted or overwhelmed with so much and I don't feel like getting up or doing anything, but I have to sort of force myself to get out and get on set or, you know, get into the studio and walk. And there are lots of people who deal with this who, you know, probably have some um, health situation or uh, maybe it's even a psychological situation. We, we don't know what that is. But I do um, – I'm hoping that we can talk more about this. Um, how about we take a quick – let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All right? I'm not going to go anywhere, Alex. I'm right here. Don't worry. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Of the Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji From timid girl to confident woman It will make you laugh, it will make you cry It will make you cuss, but most of all It will be a great resource for you and your loved ones Log on to www.alexokoroji.net To reserve your copy And win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match To the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And yes, my name is Alex Okurji. Uh That hasn't changed, right? <laughs> it's still Alex. And yes, I'm broadcasting out of Lagos, Nigeria, in Africa. And, uh, you know, just before we went on that commercial break, I've been talking to my very special guest, Tony Wright, and joining us uh, live all the way from the UK. And, you know, just before we get on to our conversation with him, let's not forget that uh, the show is brought to you by our friends at uh, Zeno Online Store. Yes, today's show is sponsored by Zeno Online Store. And uh, Zeno is all about uh, best quality homemade products made right here in Nigeria. And you can find, you know, the best quality fabrics, clothes, accessories, name it. Um, and, uh Yes, you know, and if you want, just hop on to Zeno, uh, Zeno Online Store. Yes, it's uh, at www.zeno.com.ng. And Zeno is that with a double I, Z-double-I-N-O.com.ng. And let's not forget our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Evolution is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and giving your hair a voice. And, yes, you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And let's not forget our amazing friends at The Reporters, Inc. Now, they've been doing such an amazing job with Max Saxon-Mayer, who's the CEO of The Reporters, Inc., and uh, um, Osagio Okorua, and all the guys that who are with this amazing documentary that they're putting together for the Intercept Convicts. And just the, just the fantastic work they're doing, um, helping to raise their voices and telling the stories of those people who have been wrongly convicted around the world. And so it's amazing to have people who are ready to speak up and raise their voice for those uh, who are paying time for a crime that they haven't committed. And so, yes, we just want to say well done to them. And, of course, if you want to find out more about the innocent convict, you can head on to uh, thereporters.org and find out so much more about it. Now, guys, I'm just so excited to have Tony writing here with me. And, yes, we have been talking about zestology. Yo, Zest, living a life filled with Zest. And um, he did share with us uh, – uh, just uh, what he is and how he came about the astrology and what um, zest really means to him. And, um, you know, I'm just happy to, first of all, be chatting with uh, um, Tony. So, uh, you know, hi, Tony. Hi. Welcome back. Hey. I, I almost spoke over the adverts there. That was a bit naughty of me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and, and you know, this is a naked talk. It's very unscripted and very unfilled. I might provide a commentary over the next episode. Then be careful. 
will be muted, so don't worry about that. You can talk to you know, while I'm going to put your mute. So. Don't mute me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, welcome back, and I'm so excited to have you um, here. Now, I'm I know that you're, you. uh, you're, you know, you're a self-development author, right? And you have yeah. three books. You're reading three books. You've published mm. three books. And uh, but would you tell us a little bit, uh, you know, about about these books and what you know, cha- you know, what each of this, uh, what challenges, you know, each of this book um, mm. seeks to address? And tell me, you know, just tell us a little bit about your books. Well, the books are based on the principles of NLP, neuro linguistic programming, okay. um, which is a set of skills mm-hmm. based around managing your moods, communicating better with yourself and other people, and living a more kind of fulfilled life. And I started investigating yes. NLP. Oh, more than 10 years ago, about 12 years ago, and I was working as a radio presenter in, in Manchester in the north of England. And I just had the feeling that kind of, I wasn't, first I had the feeling that I wasn't as happy as I could be. And secondly, I thought, I wonder if I could learn some kind of skills that would may, maybe make me a, a slightly more effective presenter. I was only really working about three hours a day in Manchester, so I had plenty of time on my hands. So I started doing this NLP course. And I thought, I've got the perfect place to try these linguistic communication skills out because I could use them on my radio okay. show. So after I started doing the show, mm-hmm. after I started doing the course, I started using these skills on my show on a kind of day-to-day basis. And after a couple of months, the boss called me into his office. And I thought this was a day when I'd used a lot of these linguistic skills. And I thought, he's rumbled me. He's definitely caught me out and I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> for using these NLP skills on my show. And he called me to his office and he put his feet up on the desk and he put his hands behind his, be- his, his head. You know, that kind of alpha male pose when someone's like super relaxed, but kind of <laughs> definitely in control of the situation. And he said, I don't know what you've done, but your listening figures have gone through the roof. And it turned out wow. that the, the skills that I've been using, it get, it'd been getting people to listen for longer and feel better about listening and, and maybe found a few more listeners as well. And that was the start of kind of my interest in NLP and linguistics and communication skills. And then a little bit further down the line, I got a book deal and I started writing books. I wrote um, one on confidence and one on relaxation and one on persuasion. And they've been published in 12 different languages. Mm. And they're, they're all skills that you can use in one minute, which is kind of quite fun because you can just start to use them straight away. So, um, yeah, we've, uh, we've done well with that. Wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. The book on communication and press persuasion. And I can imagine, well, I would love to read your book. I could, you know, I can tell you that. So, All right, uh, Alex, I will send love, you, you know, copies of my book. It'll probably take about three weeks to get there from London, but I, I will send them. <laughs> I would love to read them because I would, you know, love to uh, well, you know, get a little bit of insight um, on the book. But um, Thank you. I know, you know, you sound, you do sound like uh pretty much like me, like, you know, you're filled with a lot of energy and all of that. But how do you stay motivated and energized? What is it, you know, how do you stay motivated, really? That's a really good question. And how busy you can get, <laughs> really, with how busy you can get. And I can imagine, you know, you also having down days. What are the things that you do to just keep your mind um, totally motivated? Firstly, I'm going to tell you two things, Alex. Firstly, energy is the bedrock of motivation and achievement, isn't it? On those Uh days when you wake up and you feel good, you can just do Uh anything. But on those days that you wake up and you feel Uh sluggish or you've got a bad stomach or you've got a headache or you're Uh you're pissed off because someone cut you up in traffic or whatever it might be, on those days, (laughs) you don't have the energy or the motivation to do anything. And so that's why I really wanted Uh to kind of focus on energy on my podcast because I know when I didn't have any, I couldn't get out of bed. I I, I barely could walk down the street and I certainly couldn't go into Sky wow. and do a day's work at Sky Sports. So I think energy is the first thing. And the, the real focus on my podcast, Zestology, is looking at ways that we can live a more energized life. But here's something for you that people can use straight away. And that is that you asked me how I kind of get motivation on the days that I'm not feeling it. Uh-huh. Motivation doesn't lead to action. Action leads to uh, motivation. And what I mean is by this, if, wow. you wait, if you're sitting around waiting for the motivation, the inspiration to strike so you can go to the gym. You'll be waiting a long time, trust me. But if you just get up and go, (laughs) then you'll feel motivated once you get there. So motivation doesn't lead to action, but action leads to motivation. That's always something good for for people to realize. And just kind of remember, you know, if they're feeling a little bit sluggish or they're not feeling particularly energized and inspired to do something, just Mm -hmm. start doing whatever it is and you'll start to feel more motivated. 
you know, you just said something totally interesting, and I can and that just hit me like you know that just came like a little light bulb in my head because mm. you said something motivation, you know, action leads to motivation, not the other way around, and that's true in a sense. Because I mean, I remember when I used to um, I used to teach Pilates. My mom used to have a fitness club some yeah. you know, years back, and. Really, um, you really just don't feel like walking out and doing anything. But the moment you get into the gym and then you start to see results, like you start to feel like, oh, you know, you're getting your body back mm-hmm. and everything starts to look good and people are complimenting you, you start to feel even more motivated to go back into the gym the next day and do more of that workout. <laughs> and it's the same thing with achieving a goal. It's the same thing with achieving a goal. Like you, you want to start something, and yes, you know, you you know, you start a business, a new business, or you start a new um, goal, or you have a vision, whatever it is. And usually, not until you start to get some sort of feedback, positive feedback, that's when you start to feel a whole lot more motivated. But if you waited for people to tell you, oh, it's great or amazing, even when you haven't started, you're not going to feel it, feel any sort of motivation to push you to go ahead and do it. So you have to really just take that first step, right? You know, do something about it, and then feel yeah. motivated. I think that makes a lot of sense, really. Um, it's funny. But you I know mean, what, Tony? I, I, um, I, just on that action, on that action point. Uh, when I got the book deal, mm-hmm. I left Sky for a while, and mm-hmm. I, um, I was kind of freelance and really writing my book at home. And I found, you know, without having a kind of regular, and people who are listening to your show who are self-employed or are working at home will know this very well. When you wake up in the morning, you've got got nothing to kind of get you out of bed in the morning. It's quite hard to be motivated. (laughs) And, you know, like sitting around in your underpants at 10 o'clock in the morning is not the the way to a motivated life, Alex. So what I had to start doing is getting up in the morning, getting dressed and going downstairs onto the street, walking three doors down to my local coffee shop and sitting in there and writing in there. And as soon as I was kind of getting out of the house and hanging out with other people and being in a place where there was lots going on, then I felt motivated to actually do the work. And I almost treated it like going to work. Sure, it wasn't very a long commute, you know, but Uh just going three doors down the road was much better than staying in the flat and allowed me to just kind of get on with it. So again, I guess that's also part of action leading to motivation rather than motivation leading to action. Amazing, really, really amazing, and I'm sure that a lot of people that would totally inspire quite a lot of people. But you know what, um, Tony, I feel like this calls for like a little bit of music, and um, oh, mu- music, 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 right? Yeah, what are we gonna hit? What are we gonna play? <laughs> well, this is "Living Like You Do" by Romeo Crow, and Romeo Crow is British. He's a British uh, singer, and he yes. was a guest on this show sometime in August last year. And uh, he was also part of our first anniversary celebration. So I'm excited to play a Live It Like You Do because that's something that's kind of like, you know, uh, he's, a British, you know he's a British guy. He lives right there in London. So uh, this is in celebration of you being here right now. So this is oh, Live It Like you. you Do by Romeo Pro, and we'll be back. Enjoy. I've been worrying about you.
with Alex Okoroche. My name hasn't changed. It's still Alex and Amber casting live out of Lagos, Nigeria. And if you are just joining joining us, uh, don't forget that this is the hub for a real, authentic conversation. And I am so, so absolutely excited. I've been talking to my very special guest who's joining me live all the way from the UK. I turn it right in. And I see people dialed into the chat room. So, hey, if you you don't want to join the conversation and you want to call in or you want to leave a message in the chat room for Tony or myself, uh, you know what? The number to call is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. Call him plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., but if you're calling from within the U.S., dial at the local number call two one five three eight three three seven six six. And I'm doing this because uh, I know Tony probably didn't know that this was happening live, but uh, you know, yeah, but I'm excited because uh, I kind of, you know, been getting some messages. I already have messages on WhatsApp for him. So uh, you guys sending your hey. questions if you have questions for Tony, just in case. Uh, yeah. So uh, welcome back, Tony. Um, welcome back. Hi. Thank you, Alex. Good to be back. Even though you muted me again during that song, I was trying to sing along. <laughs> you were, what were you doing? When, okay, I just want to know this. But what were you doing when the song was playing? I went and got a drink, drink of water and then enjoyed the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, but that was uh, Living Like You Do by Romeo. And I kind of really like, you know, just listening. Romeo is such a hot, you know, he's, you know, he's a really cool guy. And he's been on this show uh, a couple of times, or twice, actually. But, yeah, back to, you know, our conversation about um, living a life filled with death. I mean, just before we went on that commercial break, you did say something um, that resonated, something strongly ringing in my ear, which was, mm. uh, you know, um, motivation doesn't lead to um, to action. Action leads to or more like action actually leads to motivation. Yeah. And um, that was a pretty interesting one that I probably never forget. Uh, but um, you know, let's let you know, let's talk about uh, a number of things. And and I know that you did say um, just um, how you went on this holiday and sort of fell a little ill and how you sort of didn't have enough energy and, you know, mm. all of that. And I, I was going to ask, but, you know, apart from that particular situation, can you think of any other um, personal experience that might have sort of challenged or threatened your quality of life? Can you think of anything else? Well, I mean, that that was the big one, obviously, because, you know, it, it took okay. me, it mm-hmm. actually took me about a year to get back to full fitness. And I had three months off work. And then oh, after wow. that, I went very gingerly. I went back to Sky Sports about a day a week, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. after that, it, you know, I, I was kind of working, but I wasn't feeling 100%. So that, that was the big one mm-hmm. for me in terms of challenging my quality of life. But I guess all the way mm-hmm. through life we have challenges and we have ups and downs and when I was telling you about mm-hmm. how I first got into NLP you know that was a time when I mm-hmm. just kind of felt like the, it might be possible to be happier than I was being which is why I thought mm-hmm. okay I'm going to do a bit of research online I came up with NLP I went to a couple of courses mm-hmm. started making some good friends and got some kind of simple techniques that I could start to use straight away to mm-hmm. start to feel happier which was 
which was really nice. And I started to kind of use them to kind of relax and feel more confident and more motivated and everything else. And so, yeah, that the, mm-hmm. the, the big one was definitely getting ill in the jungle and having three months off work. Okay. Um, now, I know that, and I kind of just want to do this, because every time once in a while I do have a guest, I mean, not every, not once in a while, actually, every time a guest comes on the show, mm. there's always something that they say that uh, just totally opens my mind to something new or something that I may not have really focused on, pretty much like what you said, you know, just a few minutes ago. Um, but can you really think of, and I know that you have, you've had so many amazing guests on your show, uh, this astrology, uh, but can you think of anyone or any one thing that any one of your guests probably has said or said on the show or said to you that has just totally, you know, just um, opened your mind, you know, you know, or, you know, added value to how you leave the life that you lead? Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, one of the things that's been interesting is that, um, I never set out to kind of tell people what to do, but just to ask some questions and to provide some options, you know, so people could kind of um, make their own decisions on what might give them more energy and vitality and, and, motiv- and motivation as well, I guess. But what's really interesting is that um, because I've inter- interviewed a lot of the high achievers in the, in the field of health, well-being, and then I've interviewed stand-up comics and film directors and sports personalities and sports psychologists as well, you know. Um, The same kind of themes come up again and again, and um, one of the themes themes that's come up almost more than anything is the theme of doing less to achieve more. So many people have said to me, you know, Tony, when you actually start doing less, when you switch off and you chill out and you decompress, that's when the magic starts to uh-huh. happen. And, of course, it's true. I'll give you a perfect example. If you go for a walk after this radio show today and you leave your mobile phone at home, so you've got no technology on you, uh-huh. you've got no distractions, and you're just going for a walk, uh-huh. after a while, this is what happens with me anyway, and I wonder if it would happen with a lot of people, you start to get creative. You start to have ideas. You start to remember someone that you meant to text two days ago but you forgot because life has been so full on for the last couple of days that you've forgotten to test them back that all all this kind of stuff starts popping into our head when we give ourselves space and of course Alex this also actually is very relevant for people who can't sleep I know it's a slightly different topic but Mm -hmm. the reason that a lot of people can't get off to sleep at night is they switch out the light they lie down and for the first time that day they relax but, of course, there's so much kind of unprocessed information going on in their heads that they have to sit there and process uh-huh. through all that stuff. Did I put the dishwasher on? What time am I going to pick up the kids from school tomorrow? What could I write that uh-huh. next article on or whatever it might be? That they have to process uh-huh. all that stuff before they go off to sleep. So um, giving yourself space and time. And for me, that actually means switching technology off, which I try and do for at least two hours every day and sometimes for a lot longer. When I do that, my energy levels increase. And I know it increases because I'm such a geek that I've tracked it. And I give myself scores for energy every day out of 10. And I've worked out that on the days that I switch my phone off for a significant period. Don't laugh at me, Alex. I know I'm a geek, but I don't want to be laughed at. (laughs) Um, On the days I switch off my phone for a certain amount of time during the day, my energy levels increase by 20%. Isn't that amazing? Getting away from the screens and WhatsApp and Facebook or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, that gives me energy mm-hmm. because it takes me back to doing the things I like most, communicating with people, working out, eating great food, hanging out with family and friends and loved ones, all those kind of things. They don't involve screens. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, it's so funny, but really, I could, I totally get what you're saying. And it's not really perfect because this happened to me like yesterday. Um, I tried to, I was going to drive to, and here's the thing, I took a walk, a real walk, or what I do, like a walk. I took a real walk for the first time in uh, years. Let me put it that way. Mm. I just decided to walk, uh, like, and for the first time, and I didn't take my phones with me, really. I left them at home. Actually, I just forgot, but, you know, I I left them at home, and I took a walk. (laughs) It's awful when you forget your phone for the whole day, but if you forget it for an hour, it's okay. No, but you, but you're saying something that totally resonates because I I remember just being in company of myself really. So I had all that time to just basically have a clear hair. You know, it was different. I felt the air on my skin, and this was fresh air. It wasn't. Mm. I mean, I do walk out at home. I don't necessarily walk on the streets, right? Because mm. uh, 
for the sake of the kind of work that I do, I just don't walk on the streets. So why, why is that? Because you get recognized. So many, well, yeah, kind of that. You know, so you start to get questions, and people are looking at you, and you know, so really, I don't get to work as much as I would love to. But yesterday, I just you know, so you like, you you, you are big time famous. Then you're walking down the street, people are harassing you, <laughs> and they. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I will put it up, but you know, you get looks, you get people, you know, want to talk to you. I mean, I did walk into a supermarket yesterday, and usually mm. I would send someone, but I went in myself, and I wanted to buy bread, and I walked in, and again, you know, the girl at the store was like, "Hi." Um, no, she didn't even know, you know, but she felt like she goes like, "Hi, are you an actress?" And I'm like. Uh, no, no, it's not me, like, you know, and I just kept up, but here's the funny thing, I had time with myself, you know, just being, like, like you said, you know, I, I had so much time to think about, and then I remembered I had emails I was going to reply that I hadn't mm-hmm. replied, and I remembered I had a post that I was going to, you know, but then, like you said, because you're away from technology and all of that distraction, I probably wouldn't even remember any of those things if I had all my gadgets around me, which I probably never do, and I should take your advice and try and switch off. Okay, it's not something I know. It, it, it's interesting though because it, it does make you realise when you're in the public eye like you are, Alex. I mean, actually, like that's a certain loss of freedom, isn't it? Because all those things that it's, it's really lovely going for a walk, you know, and strolling and smiling at people, but w- mm-hmm. not worrying about being hassled. Mm-hmm. But for you, that's not quite that's mm-hmm. not the way that life works. So, so it doesn't make me quite so jealous of your lifestyle after all. Like, there's only one thing for it: you're gonna have to get a disguise, and then. <laughs> Yes. No, I would do that before, you know, but again, like I said, I would just wear, and it's not like, you know, people are going to be mobbing you or anything like that. But then the last thing you want to do is really call attention to yourself. You know, you don't want people, you know, you just people staring at you. know, It's it's not like, you know, it's not like it's Michael Jackson walking in on the street or something. It sounds sounds like it is. From what you're telling me, Alex, it sounds like it is. (laughs) You you are the David, you're the Victoria Beckham of Nigeria. It's, you know, it's not that, but here's the thing. I mean, first of all, just even being a woman, you know, you don't even need to be famous. Just being a woman and you're walking down the street, if you're good looking, mm. the then they're looking at you. People are looking at you, right? <laughs> so then if you're someone that they recognize, that's like, you know, times three or what, four. And then if you're, you know, so there are lots of things you're thinking, you know, ugh, I don't know, but really. Um, but like I said, you know, I need to find a way to sort of switch off my telephone and switch off my emails. I, do you know what, Tony? I have like 10 emails like on my phone and they beep like every minute. So you have 10 different you know, emails so, coming into your... Well, that, yeah. I mean, that is really interesting because, you know, um, they've, the, the more that we learn about the human brain, the more we just realize that it's not built to do lots of different things at once. We, you know, people always joke exactly. that men are bad at multitasking. I think everyone's bad at multitasking. When I try and focus on more than one thing at once, I just can't do it. And I had a perfect example of this the other day, actually, when, you know, I love listening to podcasts, to yours and lots of other podcasts on my phone. And if a, a message comes in at the same time and I start to reply to the message, I completely lose the train of, of thought on the podcast and I lose mm-hmm. what they were talking about because you can't listen and write and talk and do lots of different things at the same time. You know, so that to me is diluting your kind of train of thought. It's something known as continuous Uh partial attention. When you're getting email notifications from Uh 10 different email addresses on your phone, Alex, that's just going to be distracting (laughs) you every minute of the day. I mean, I'm surprised you have the time and the attention to do anything else. Switch them off. You know, it's my birthday was a few days ago, and I'm still trying to Happy reply birthday. messages. Now everybody, you know, they all think I'm crazy. My brother thinks I'm crazy because uh, I said I was going to individually reply everybody who sends me messages. Yeah, you got to reply emails. To I know, right? But I kind of just wanted to challenge myself to do that, right? And I'm right now at three thousand plus, and I still have a long way to go. And everyone just thinks I'm crazy. Like, why would I want to do that? Why don't I just send, you know, a group message and say, oh, thank you to everyone on Facebook and thank you to everyone on Twitter and thank you. But I just wanted to have, like, a little one-on-one with, you know, just to say I just felt like if somebody takes the time to say happy birthday, I should be able to take the time to say thank you. You know, I don't know, but that's just me. But I do get what you're saying. You know, we need to be, you know, switch switch off. You know, it's not have technology take all over our lives. You know, we need to have some time, create some time to be able to 
you know, downsize a little, take a bit of rest, and then come back. And, and I know that that happens to me. There's sometimes when I'm so overworked, like I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Maybe I was filming on set, but I go straight from, straight, from set to, to the show, or I'm speaking at you know, an event or something. But then I stay somewhere, and I have, like, I shut my eyes, like, have, like, a power nap for 30, mm. just 30 minutes. And I'm good. Like, when I shut down from everything else, and usually what happens is probably my back, my phone battery dies, and maybe I don't have a way to charge it. Maybe my power bank is low as well. So I'm sort of forced not to engage or interact with anyone else. And I shut my eyes, like, you know, for 30 minutes, and I kind of feel, like, revitalized when I, you know, when I wake up. So it just feels like I just had a great power nap. So um, I can, you know, absolutely relate to what you're saying. Uh, but you know what, Tony? Um, how about we let's take another musical break? I feel like we need another musical break, and I know that we're gonna, you know, end this soon. Uh, we, but let's take a quick musical break, and uh, this one is from Michael Kilbe. And Michael Kilbe, he's also British. Oh, it looks like the British guys had it tonight, right? Um, <laughs> so this is um, good taste. I want good to belong. <laughs> I want to belong. Oh, you haven't, you haven't and, muted uh, me yet. I can carry on talking while you're doing your intro for this music. <laughs> What did you say? What did oh, you right. say? I just like it when you when you don't mute me, so I'm able to carry on talking right up until you introduce the music. <laughs> okay, so you want me not to mute you? Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, I want to be unmuted. Okay. And so that'll that'll be a real treat for listeners okay. when they're listening to me singing along to the music. Okay, don't worry, I won't fine. really do that. I won't do no, that. We... Though, it's okay. No, but this, no, but here's the thing. This is a naked talk, and we're allowed to be naked and be real. So I'm not gonna mute you. I can really, I'm curious to find out what you're going to be doing. There. If you just <laughs> hear me like yawn or is, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is I Want to Belong by Michael Kilbay, and we'll be back. Enjoy. Oh, I heard this one. <laughs> Sounds pretty good.
by the end of the song. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was Michael Kilbay. Yes, Michael was a guest on the show uh, sometime in August. Was it August? Yeah, September last year. And yes, that was a beautiful song. Hi, Tony. Welcome back. Hey, I'm still here. Thank you for having me on Naked Talk. I know. I was here reading you. <laughs> I heard you running here. Okay, well, you 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 kind of try to behave a little bit. So that was <laughs> that was nice. I, I was here. Myself. So I kind of wanted to. Yeah, but what did you think about the song? <laughs> right. Really you nice. Yeah, great that? tune. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, amazing. Um, so yes, uh, you know we're still talking. If you're just tuning in or you're still listening, and you know anyone who's uh, not here right now and needs to catch this, don't forget, guys, that you can catch all of our archive shows right here at the radio channel. It's available twenty four seven. So hey, you have no reason. Whatsoever to miss my very great conversation with my guest, Tony Riding, who's joining me live all the way from the UK. And yes, I'm having such an amazing time just chatting with him. Uh, guys. Now, um, uh, Tony, I do have uh, two questions for you, actually. They, they're coming in from our listeners. It's funny. Two people sent me um, questions they would like for me to ask you. Um, yes, on the WhatsApp. So, hey, um, here's this one. This one is coming from Mary. And Mary saying, "Hi, Alex. Uh, first of all, I love I love Tony's accent. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I love Tony's accent. Um, uh, it's nice to hear him. Um, can you ask him this? Um, how can one observe zest, and what are the signs that someone is actually living a quality life? Can he just explain a little? Yeah, I mean, so as I said to you before." I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think one of the one of the things okay. that's really interesting is that um, we're all individual. There's no one prescription okay. that is the way to live a happy, zesty, healthy, energetic life. Um, and one of the things that I try sure. to do on my show is to ask people for some suggestions on how we could improve and live with a bit more energy, but not to say, oh, you should do this or you must do that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the quotes mm-hmm. we mentioned Da Vinci earlier on. One of the quotes that I really like of Da Vinci's is when he said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And sometimes I think when you simplify your life, you just start to do a little bit less and you focus on the things that are really Mm -hmm. important. That's when you start to kind of feel happier and more fulfilled as well. Um, Have you heard of this book that is sweeping the world by storm at the moment called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up? It's by a Japanese author called Marie Kondo. And uh, the theory is, tidy up, throw out loads of stuff in your house, and your brain is going to feel less cluttered just as your physical space does. And I think that all ties into kind of mm-hmm. simplicity being the ultimate sophistication. So for me at the moment, I'm focusing on the things that I love, doing less of the things that kind of provide clutter in my head. And that helps me live with a feeling of energy. But there's so many things you can do. I mean, you know, we talked about switching phones off for a while. I've found that certain supplements work. I've definitely found that exercise works as well. You know, I told you when I was tracking my exercise uh, my uh, energy levels when I do yoga or I go to the gym or I go for a run my energy levels are up over five percent every day every time I do it so it's just a simple way to increase your wow. energy by five percent just go and do some exercise amazing uh, so I hope Mary got that uh, that's amazing now I have another question for, for you and this is from Shun. Um she was asking um, um, I read that you host um, a program on Sky Spot. Um, do you play any particular spots? Well, um, I, I told you that I'm a bit of a geek, and uh, I really love table <laughs> tennis, which isn't necessarily the coolest sport. Okay. <laughs> but I love it, and I've presented table tennis on Sky as well, and it is just great fun. I okay. also present a golf show on Sky, and I love playing golf as well. But kind of table tennis and golf are probably my favorite two sports to, to play. You know, it's just it's just great. And, and table tennis might not be the coolest sport, but do you have table tennis over there? You must do. Oh, yes. I play table tennis yeah. at home. So that's funny. Good. I in play fact, table I tennis at home, so yeah. My- yeah. The a finalist in the tournament that I presented fairly recently on Sky was from Nigeria. He was very good. It was the World Championship oh, wow. of Ping Pong. So I think um, I think your country has a fairly rich history in that sport. But yeah, they, they, those are two two sports that I, I really enjoy. But the other thing is that I, as I get older, I'm appreciating, and this isn't a sport, but just 
gentle mm-hmm. exercise. I really love walking and I like walking mm-hmm. for a long way. Like I'm quite happy if I walk mm-hmm. 10 or 11 miles. There's something about it that makes me feel good. And if I'm doing it with someone else, you know, you can, there's something about mm-hmm. walking and talking at the same time. Have you heard of these walking and talking meetings mm-hmm. that people have now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you, you, people are okay. like, okay, let's not sit around the boardroom, but let's, let's walk and talk. And that's what people do. So, um, Maybe we just need to walk and talk. We could record I, this and walk and talk in future. Yeah, we could, right? I probably need to. But here's the thing. Now, that's it. And, and it's great. I feel so great having this conversation because I don't feel like it's only beneficial to my listeners, but it's also beneficial to me as well because it sort of reminds me of the things that I really used to enjoy back, you know, back in time. I remember, like I said, my mom used to run this fitness club, and it became kind of like a really awesome community of, you know, so many people. And one of the things that we used to do, we used to do all sorts of amazing things. We used to have a swimming train, like one a month, but one of the most amazing things we used to do was our Saturday walks. We used to do like lots of breathe. I used to walk long distance, like um, brisk walking. And so what happens to gym members do like a group walk, and it was just great and amazing to have this really long distance walk with all these amazing people. And some people would get hmm. tired, of course, and they would get into this. Some of them would have their, like their drivers, right, driving right behind them. So when they get tired, they just get into the car what? and zoom off. That was always that was always funny, but. You know, more often than not, there were more people who were willing to do this, and I used to enjoy it. Now, there was one man, and I remember him very well. He, he was about 70. He was a pilot, but he was about 70. And he used to be like Wayne Sons. Like, he was just so fast, like faster than all of us. <laughs> all of us. So um, even yesterday when I was walking, which is like the first time in such a long time. When you, let, you, when know you how forgot you your feel phone. Like you still have the... Yeah, really, when I forgot my phone. And you forgot but your disguise. It reminds me. Exactly. And, um, oh, my God, Tony, you're <laughs> But, you know, um, what I noticed was I still had it in me because I, lo- I walk, like, really fast. Like, I, I walk, like, really fast. So I started feeling like, you know, I was walking all my, like, my entire body. At a point, I had to slow down because I started feeling like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm starting to itch. Like, what's that? Like, right? Because it was so fast. But mm. I, I cannot understand what you mean by, you know, walking with people and just having great conversation. That can be really fun, really, if you're in the safe yeah. zone, if you're, yeah. if you're walking in the safe area. So, um, and actually, and in, my, in my second is, book, Relaxed in a Minute, we, we hmm? did a walking meditation. I wrote a, a walking meditation, and I, I called it the float. Okay. And it's a technique that combines the principles of walking meditation with deep breathing and a special rhythm because when the, when you're kind of, you know, when you're rhythmically walking like that, you, it, it can be meditative as well. And by the way, maybe that's why I like the sport of table tennis because that is very ry- rhythmic and almost hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know that you like that. It's funny because I, you know, the only reason I really like, you know, uh, table, or the reason, the real reason that I like table tennis is I kind of grew up playing that at home with my father. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that he plays. I mean, he loves to watch uh, um, um, lawn tennis as well. But you know, he he plays. Yeah. That's the one thing that we all play at home. Whether you yeah, know, yeah. so even when I go over to the family house, um, that's something I can play with my dad. So, you know, he's standing on the other side of the table. And, even, you know, so we're all playing. My brother plays, you know, very good uh, uh, table tennis as well. So, yeah, mm. I can relate to that. I can absolutely relate to that. We, okay, we need to have uh, a game next time, right? have, Yeah, we should. Maybe when I come to the UK, if I do yeah. come to London, maybe I'll say, oh, you know, how about we play, you know, a game? That would be nice. We will. That would be really, very nice. <laughs> right, we will, right. Um, well, but I know that we have to let you go very soon, and I don't want to let you go. <laughs> but um, You're going to have to, Alex, have I'm to sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to let you go, but I, pro- I know that we have to do that. But, you know, let me just ask you, you know, one last question just before um, I let you go. Uh, but, and I know that, you know, you've shared so many different things. I mean, I remember you talking about having to switch up the phone or your dad just take a bit of, you know, just take some time to yourself alone, uh, mm. mention different things. But, you know, what one last thing, you know, can you say um, to those? And there are lots of people who are basically struggling to sort of reclaim their zest for life. Now, yeah. um, maybe something, um, what is the one thing that they can do that could be the first step, really, to just reclaiming that zest? Well, we've spoken about lots of things today, you're right, and this is something that is slightly different from what we've spoken about, but ties in with what we've spoken Mm -hmm. about, and that is, we live in an incredible 
incredible age of technology. We've got mm-hmm. more at our fingertips mm-hmm. than ever before. But Alex, mm-hmm. did you know mm-hmm. that most people stare more at screens than they do into the eyes of living, breathing, unpredictable human beings on a day-to-day basis? Can you imagine that? Looking more at screens than you do into the eyes of someone else who is a human being on a day-to-day basis. So I guess if mm. I was to say one thing, I'd say maybe for the rest of today, escape the screens. Go and do something fun which doesn't involve screens because most of the things, mm-hmm. if you think about it, most of the things that are most fun in this world and the things that we enjoy most, they don't involve screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. That's very true. I remember seeing this uh it must have been a video. I saw that really video, and it kind of really spoke to me on how, you know, we've become so um, closed up to interacting with real people. And now yeah. everyone is, you know, stuck to their phone or to their iPads or to their computer, and nobody really wants to communicate with anybody, not even people who live in the same house. It's almost like you're talking to someone in person staring at their phone, like, oh, yeah, I can hear you. You know, they're focused and fixated on what's happening, you know, behind that screen. And that really probably might affect the kind of life that we have because we're no longer, you know, acknowledging the people that are around us and building a relationship and interacting with people in the traditional sense anymore. Mm. And so we've also allowed, uh, you know, what happens on the other side of, you know, that screen to affect us in a sense and affect the kind of life that we have because, I mean, from, you know, not just from building, you know, intimacy now behind the screen, but then also there are lots of things that happen um, on the net, right, that kind of affect people from online bullying and cyberbullying to just allowing something that someone says really to have an effect on you or, you know, your overall yes. emotional state. So yeah. I, I it's, can just, imagine, it's just I like mean, not that fun. Like stuff. after a while you sit at home and you're tapping away on your screen. It's not as fun as hanging out with your friends or your family, is it? It's just not as cool. exactly i know right but uh you know it's been such it's been really 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 amazing you know just having you on the show oh thank you it's been great being on as well thank you so much for inviting me on i've loved it I love this. I love having you here, and I know that you know the first time didn't work well, but I'm you know I'm great that we sort of kind of make this happen. And I know that a lot of the things that you have shared today would definitely empower all of our listeners, and I know that it would definitely help um, some people. Um, basically, you know, make little small changes in their lifestyle and in their habits that might help them lead um, a fun, energized, vitalized life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, it's, so um, it's all about the vitality but, and um, and the motivation, the action which leads to motivation. Yes. And, uh, you know, I would love to have you come back again on the show some other time. Maybe when we're having one of those group conversations, because I do sometimes have a roundtable where I invite guests from different parts of the world to join in on a similar subject and would talk. So it'll be nice to have you join in on one of those kind of conversations at some time, you know, sometime later on the show. So it'll be nice to have you back on the show for sure. I'm down with that. Thank you very much for having me on. Have a great day, Tony. Have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, Alex. You too. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, this was just uh, a pretty amazing conversation with my very special guest, Tony Ryden, who basically joined me live all the way from the UK. And, oh, my God, he's just such a, a really awesome, fun person, right? And it was just nice to get all of that, you know, all of those um, inspirational nuggets and, and things and skills and things that we can apply to our daily lives and little habits that we can sort of incorporate. <laughs> That's the word. Incorporate to our, you know, just our daily habits that can change our overall quality of life. And uh, believe me, um, I just, you know, I think you just kind of woke up a little bit of, you know, things that I need to be a little careful with that I do. And, and, and that can happen when you're building um, a business and you have a business on the, you know, in the digital space, someone like me. So I'm focused um, reading emails and sometimes spending time on the screen, you know, forgetting that there are people around me. Uh, I try not to because I like really interacting with people, but there are a lot of people who are totally, you know, and I have my bad days when I'm not talking to anyone, but I'm, you know, stuck up there. So, hey, guys, there are little things that you can, I think some of the things that he's mentioned that we can actually apply to our lives that would definitely, definitely um, help us build uh a vitalized life. And yes, something else, let's not forget. Don't forget for you to take action today. You must, you have to do something. Do something. So, you know, just take action and 
he says, actually, it's motivation. I'll never forget that. So yesterday was, well, I mean, today's World Speech Day. It was amazing to have Tony Ryder come on here and share his amazing thoughts and empower all of us. And don't forget, if you know anyone who missed the show, come on here and catch the show on uh, it's right here on Block Talk Radio. Um, it's archived 24-7, or you can catch the Naked Talk as well on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, we're also syndicated as well on Player FM, and now we're on um, Podcastpedia as well. So um, we come back same time again tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, on Talk Wednesday on the Naked Talk with my very special guest, Amy McCow. Um, uh, I love you for listening. Ciao. Talk with Alex Okorochi.